0: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod.
1: What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another much-anticipated episode of No Other Pod, a double-victory playoff pod that's even sweeter because one of them came in st louis missouri i'm jimmy along with my good buddy dan who i still don't think can believe what we witnessed over the last however many
0: days dan what is going on layoff stash bro drink it in yeah you drink you can't it shave in it now you can't shave it now everyone come in here get a little nibble it's a good <laughs> step even if you film something you're gonna have to be like i'm sorry this is non-negotiable it's not, not actually am, i'm currently filming something for the next couple of weeks and the first filming day, I already had a mustache, so it's like, gotta stay. Well, you, that's, look at that strategy. You thought There you go. We're all in. Man, not, you
1: shave uh, it, was... you just gotta be like, look, can I get a prosthetic upper lip? Because this thing's not coming off.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. I look like I uh, got some pretty extreme takes on, uh, I don't know, probably like meats and stuff. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> you do. You look like you're straight off of like Barstool or the Pat McAfee show. That's the vibe you're giving with the, the hair and the, and the mustache.
0: It's it's gonna have to go like after we're you know after we win MLS Cup and all that I'll have to because uh, <laughs> I lick it I'll be licking it too much I'm like eh, yeah okay. that you now it's the season you're save a are little snack save a little snack for later it's it's dumb it's super dumb <laughs> sometimes you know you get a little piece of hair in your mouth it's ridiculous you don't know how it is couldn't I don't know how it is I can't grow one. <laughs>
1: I went to uh, to visit my brother Eddie in San Francisco this weekend for the USC Cal game, and I meant to shave before I left. Forgot, so I had to go an extra five days, and I came back and it. I can't grow like a thick beard. It just gets like there's enough that it gets annoying
0: and like itchy, uh-huh. but not enough that like it ever gets past that phase, and it just looks terrible. So, gotcha. It. It's, it's never happening for me. It's just jeans, right? It's just I'm just having fun. I'm just being a silly Sally is what I'm doing because we're just we're rolling, baby. We're just Ooh. winning soccer games right and left. I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a hell of a time. I mean, you look at what Sporting KC was since May, and there were some people, you know,
1: Taylor Twelman, who went into the playoffs and said, I wouldn't want to play Sporting KC right now. That's right.
0: Do we like Taylor Twelman? It depends on the day. Listen, I was listening to him <laughs> last night, and I'm like, okay, the man's obviously knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about the sport. Like, you can't dispute that. But yeah. some things he says, I'm just like, I hate this man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes he just needs to just calm down a little bit. I mean, but it's, it's an energy, and I get that. You got to bring the energy so people will listen to you and have a good time. I did enjoy,
1: and we are going to talk about the San Jose game. We're not going to skip over that because that was a wild game. Uh, but I did enjoy the the St. Louis fans who are in my mentions during the game. They are like, oh, these, these commentators are just in the bag for Sporting KC. They just hate St. Louis. And I was like, One of them is literally from St. Louis and put on a St. Louis City scarf on the field before our first game, which he then
0: went to the booth and called. So do not tell me these are pro Kansas City commentators. It's unreal. People, these people are just blindly tweeting into the abyss. They don't actually do their research about anything. They just put it out there. They don't think about what it could mean. Like, we're going to get that. Okay, don't jump the gun. St. Louis game happened, but another game did happen. We just can't. We can't forget about that, man. I I I want to forget about it because I'm so excited. Oh, it was well look, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. We won
1: that game against San Jose. We're gonna talk about that here in a second. I was a little sad that the schedule worked out the way it did because I was like, dang, we're not gonna be able, you know, even if we wanted to, I was going out of town, it just wasn't gonna work out to be able to get another episode out before the St. Louis game. And I was like, what if you know, what if St. Louis doesn't go the way we want it to? Like we we think we can win, but what if we don't? And then it kind of takes the wind out of the sails of the victory pot. Didn't have to worry about that. So, yeah. looking forward. It's a fun episode.
0: Uh, but let's let's go back in time a little bit. To Might have Wednesday. some new listeners here, by the way. Might have some new yeah. listeners. Welcome. Welcome to the crazy show. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to no other pod. You're in for a ride. Woo. Let's travel back in
1: time to Wednesday of last week, as far away as it was, in our distant memories at this point, point. and let's think about when we welcomed the San Jose Earthquakes. Into Children's Mercy Park, in what we didn't really think was a possibility, ten games into the season, Sporting Kansas City hosting a playoff game in the year of our Lord 2023, and sure, it's a little bit of a fool's gold home playoff game at the time because we're only hosting it because we're the eighth
0: out of ninth seed, so it's a, it's a wild. But hey, you know what? We'll take it, and it could be your last playoff game, could be, or it could be your last home game. You know, it could be done here. It could. If you didn't win, it was going to be
1: the last home game. If you won, then you knew you would get at least well, probably only one more because of the way the seeding worked out, but with the best of three series, you were going to get one more. But we talked about this last week. We were going into the San Jose game, and all of the metrics leading into the game indicated that this should be Sporting KC's game for the taking. San Jose hadn't won except one time since like 2006 at Children's Mercy Park. They had won three of their last 17 games. This where we said two teams going into opposite trajectories, and uh, there was a little gamesmanship from Sporting Kansas City maybe with the injury report heading into the game, and
0: then that lineup came out, and that was that was the lineup we've all grown to, to know and love. No changes, really. I mean, but, you know, Peter does that, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's game-time decision, and we're like, you liar, you, <laughs> you so-and-so, like, come on. We saw him out there, man. Alan Polito's game time decision, Johnny Russell game time decision. Okay, uh, we'll see about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was Johnny. It was Alan. Uh, I think it was maybe Jake Davis, Eric Tommy. They were all listed yeah. as questionable. They're all sore. They're all game time decisions. I don't know. We'll see if they can go. And you knew Johnny wasn't going to not play in this do or die playoff game. There just wasn't a chance in hell
0: yeah, I gotta tell you, uh, i'm I'm so glad I reached out to you to see if uh, if it was gonna rain later that night. I know you're the <laughs> you're the weather guy. I, I noticed people up in your mentions uh, checking on you, making sure you could give us the full report. So thank it you. was it was funny. I was sitting there at work on wednesday and and I don't
1: think anything of it. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to the, this playoff game that starts too late on a Wednesday night, but somehow not as late as the game on Sunday night. And uh, I'm sitting there and like, I knew it was raining, but i I had a number of people on Twitter. And a number of people in my personal life texting me being like, is this, is this game going to happen? Is it going to get canceled? And I was like, what am I missing? Like, yeah. yeah, it's raining a little outside, but like, what am I... And it didn't even end up raining during the match, really. Like, I might have missed it just a little bit, but any lightning that was supposed to come through was long gone. The rain, I mean, it poured earlier in the day, but it was it was
0: long gone. Do you know that we all have personal access? In your fingertips... To a radar. Like, that is you true. can go to your weather app, pull up the radar, and you could do, like, the predictive radar, right? And you, it showed, like, okay, there was going to be a little rain leading up to kickoff right over yes. Children's Mercy Park and then clear the whole night. And that's what happened. And that's what I was watching
1: as it got cl- – I mean, you look at it in the morning and you're like, yeah, it, 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 things could change, you know, 12 hours from now. But as it got closer, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I'm watching the radar and I'm like, okay, we're going to be
0: in the clear. So we're we're probably going to be fine. And uh, and it was. This goes hand in hand. I'm, throwing, I'm just throwing shade at people that don't check weather and check with their friends. It goes hand in hand with people who like ask for recommendations on Facebook and stuff when they could just Google. Well, that's <laughs>
1: yeah. that one's not what gets me as much as when people tweet like, hey, what's the score to the Manchester United game?
0: I'm like, that's a thing, that's a thing called Google oh my god dude there's google there's apps yeah. espn oh my god everything's at our fingertips you shouldn't have we shouldn't even have to talk to human beings <laughs> but i i hey you know what i was happy to answer the
1: questions i got look just, just happy to have on. friends bro he's a well that's true <laughs> you yeah, man having sometimes in your 30s making friends is hard Stuff, uh, man <laughs> how do you um i i was happy to let people know hey you know what this game's gonna go on. There, there was no time to reschedule it, even with weather. It would have been weird if they had to reschedule it. Right. But we get there. You look at the lineup, and you're like, okay, we might be able to do this. You know, Christian Espinoza. He was the key player that we had to key on, key and key in on, and stop. Yeah. Jeremy Abobasi Keep an eye out for him. As long as we can keep them off the score sheet, we're we're looking pretty good. And I, and I will say. Obviously, the game ended regulation, 0-0. I would say that Sporting KC was probably the more dominant side throughout the game. If you look at possession, Sporting KC had 60% possession to 40 shots, 18-5. to I believe San Jose had zero shots in the entire first half. Four shots on goal for Sporting to zero for San Jose. So, I mean, this was... This was a game that was there for Sporting KC's taking throughout regulation. But San Jose kind of started the
0: time-wasting early on, and it just Bro, it, it felt like one of those games going to a shootout. What was their game plan? Did they forget that this wasn't a one-off? Were they like, yeah, this is that best-of-three series everyone's been talking about? And we're like, no, it's not. You have to win, too. What are you doing? It felt weird. I mean, you have arguably the
1: best goalkeeper, In the history of MLS penalty shootouts, statistically, I think he is the best in the history of MLS penalty shootouts. He's now 7-0 in in penalty shootouts in his career. But it was like three or four minutes in where they were already slowing down the pace and it felt like they were just playing to get to penalties. And I didn't think that that was their best strategy to win this game. Their best strategy might have been to let Sporting have the possession, try to counter and steal a quick one. But they didn't even really
0: do that all that much. Well, do we take that as a serious compliment? Like, who the hell do they? Who do they think we are? That we're just going to like steamroll them? Because we've been we've had a rough season, guys. Yeah, and, and you know, Sporting ha- has had in the Western Conference the most points,
1: most goals, most wins since May. So, true. Part of me gets it, but they didn't really. I mean, they didn't test Emilia at all in the first half. He was just back there lonely. Uh, if you look at uh, possession intervals, I mean. All but one five minute interval in the first half was heavy sporting Kansas City. Uh, and, and you look at the passing network for, for sporting Kansas City on MLSsoccer.com, they have like the passing chalkboards. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players who are primarily in the attacking half for the game. The only th- uh, players that weren't was uh, Radoya, the two center backs, and Tim Milia. And if you look at san jose they had two players primarily in the attacking half for the entire game so it's this was very much a a game of san jose is going to hang back and i guess they're just going to take
0: their 60 40 chances that timelia gives them in a penalty shootout it was weird yeah i mean that's that's essentially what happened man um you know the 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 home crowd wasn't quite a uh a a sellout you know yeah midweek midweek game is always kind of hard anyways um And my my first impressions of this thing, man, just, just coming into it. I was like, okay, Hey, same lineup as that got it done on decision day. You know, here we go. This should be that we should get some goals here. I did not expect this to go to penalties in San Jose. If their, if their game plan was to muck it up, they did exactly that. And that was frustrating for everyone.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, um, you know, uh, it was frustrating because as it got closer to the seventieth minute, seventy fifth, eightieth minute, you start to feel like, Yeah, this this one's gonna go to penalties. And I was pretty confident, uh, that if it did get to penalties, that we were gonna be okay because Timilia is so successful. Still scary. But it's still scary. It's still a cra- I mean, even if he saves sixty percent of the penalties, which is much higher or, or excuse me, forty percent of the penalties, um, which is much higher than the twenty percent save rate most keepers have. I mean, that's still
0: dude I don't know. It's it's tough. Tim did not have to put his hands on a shot until penalties. Like he had there were no saves in the game, no shots on goal for him. And then his just his first, you know, foray into the game was a, a penalty shot stop. Like the man is just the man just eats freaking ice chips, dude. He's cold as ice.
1: Well, what's <laughs> wild is I talked to Daniel after the game. Daniel obviously ended up hitting the 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 ceiling penalty kick,
0: but but I was like, Sorry, what? I thought you meant the goalkeeper. You're, no, you're on first-name basis. First basis with Shallowy over here. I get yeah, Dan- it. and Daniel Shallow. I forgot they're the keeper's name, Daniel. Daniel's no Daniels. <laughs>
1: uh, Cauldron was letting him have it, too. Oh, Always exactly. at one point where they were saying, hey, Daniel, your mom says hi. I think they were just chanting over and over again. Nice. Um, but... Daniel Shallowy, I was asking him, you know, what's it it like to have a player like Tim Melia in goal going into penalties? And he was like, that dude's insane. He (laughs) was like, we gather up for our huddle before we're about to start. Tim Melia, the goalkeeper, goes all the pressure in the world on him, looks
0: around to his teammates and goes, let's have some fun. And then runs (laughs) off to go be a hero. Man, you can't take it too seriously, dude. It's a job, right? Get in there, do your best. Let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Put stepped on up. on a shirt, bro. Oh, my God. Johnny stepped up and buried the
1: first one. And then Christian Espinoza, their most important player, he steps up. And I think this honestly set the tone for the rest of the shootout. Johnny buries his, and then Christian Espinoza gets stuffed by Tim Milia. It was at that point where I was like, okay, here we go. This is it.
0: This is it. But then, and then you got your uh, multi-million-dollar striker coming up, who's like you know should totally be hundred percent, and you're like, this is no problem. Like Polito, Al- yeah, he's he's the guy. I mean, he takes our penalties in in, in uh,
1: regular games. It's They're him. Not anymore. <laughs> well, what sucks is there was an idea there. He's done this type of thing before, but Daniel, the goalkeeper, did just enough research that he was able to stop himself because I think Polito was just a little too slow. If he would have just fired that thing a little harder, I don't think Janiel would have got a toe to it, but he didn't. So yeah.
0: And in a regular game, I think it's fair to say Polito gets his rebound and puts it away again, but that is the second time that we've seen his That's penalty true. blocked in true. in a couple weeks, right? That's true, because he did have a penalty blocked and, and he was able to get the rebound in, in the yeah. live game, but you're right, that is true. It, 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 it says something, man, and I, I'm like, I don't know if Allen is our main penalty taker, by the way. If we need someone to take penalties, I think Johnny probably steps in there. I think they've um, gone back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. But I know Johnny's been hurt. Allen's taking it, blah, blah, blah. And, or Johnny's subbed out, you know. But it's just, uh, gosh, shouldn't you expect that man to just hurt oh, easily? Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, and he would tell you as much, too. Right, I mean if you also expect Jackson Yule to make his and he uh you know, he sent his into the parking lot. <laughs> well, and that's the thing and I think that's the Tamelia effect because he just saw Christian Espinoza get stuffed
1: trying to go low into the corner and it wasn't a bad take that Espinoza had and so Yule's like, "Okay, if I'm going to get this
0: past Tim, I got to send this up 90." He thought he was kicking a field goal. Dude, <laughs> this this is a roller coaster of emotions though because when Espinoza gets saved, you're like, "Oh, hell yeah." And then Polito misses and you're like, Shit, man, we're all, okay, we're tied up. Back to square one. And then you'll Sky, then you're like, oh, God, I'm back to where I was. Like, <laughs> it was not, I, dude, it was rally town night, bro. That, it was rally town. I was flicking that thing up. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> and then Tommy steps up.
1: He's calm. He's calm. He's cool. He's collected. And at this point, it's just make the rest of your penalties. This guy named Stayhan steps up for, for San Jose. And let me tell you, Tim almost saved this dude's penalty. He had a hand to it. That pissed me off. I'll uh, probably pissed Tim off too, man. For sure. Even Peter was like, yeah, Tim should have got that one. It just got under him a little bit because he dove the
0: right way. His hands were just a little oh. too high. Terrible. Oh, God. He knew that ends earlier, right? Daniel doesn't have, you know, Shallow, he doesn't have to go win that game. Yep. That game he saves that with one. Gotti. He saves that one. Gotti puts it away. It's game over. And then yeah. Tim would be back to,
1: uh, it would be almost a perfect penalty shootout. It would have been perfect for Tim. but uh, Exactly. Then Gotti steps up. And God, he just fires this thing like a laser into the bottom right corner. So uh, he does that. San Jose Acapo he scores his last one. Um, he just kind of trickles it me. in. But all all that matters at this point, Daniel Shalloway stepping up, and if he puts it away, he sends Sporting KC through. And this dude, to quote Johnny, could not have taken a more perfect penalty kick. It took some serious cojones to get up there and try to send that one into the upper 90 the way he did. And he did it. 90. And do you see what he said? The first thing he said after he scored? Uh, no. He runs over. He starts running to celebrate. Then he turns around, finds Tim Milia, points to him, grabs him. And if you read his lips as he's running back to his teammates,
0: he's pointing at Tim. He goes, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was so much fun. Amazing. And they, and they had fun. And, I'm I'm glad, you know, from a fan standpoint, we didn't have to sit out there all night through a couple of extra times, you know. 100%. Um, but also, they just played Saturday, and now you're going to have to play extra time on a Wednesday and then go right. maybe play extra time on Sunday. Like, I'm really enjoying the the lack of extra time until the conference semis. So, yes it's been nice. So, it was great. I mean, Peter had nothing but great things to say
1: uh, about Tim. He goes, I think he's the best I've ever been around as a player and a coach in regards to penalty kicks, which... He's been around some good people, and uh, it's just—it was so much fun
0: to watch. We sh- the players we didn't foul for shit in this game, either bro. Mm-hmm. They had twelve fouls, we had three, and I'm surprised they only had three yellows. To be honest, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty, um, it was pretty fun.
1: It was awesome, and all the media wanted to talk to Tim after. And this is just the type of guy that Tim is. We're over there talking to him about the penalties, and he goes, "I don't know why you're here talking to me." You should be talking to our back line over there. They're the ones that that made this game the way it was. They were the ones that kept it uh, the ball away from me all night. Uh, I'm not the hero here. Go talk to them. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. Everybody was having a great time. Roger was throwing socks at Daniel Shawley from across the room as he was doing his interviews, and it's just fun after the after a win.
0: You know, it is Roger's birthday. Roger spends his birthday, birthday on Wednesday, so mm-hmm. that's very cool. And he got in towards the end of the game. Uh, probably, uh, probably to also step in there and take a penalty. Yeah. Um, didn't have to thankfully, but, uh, just man, just really positive game. Uh, I under, you know, not getting on the scoreboard. It it sucks. You wish you could have got it done in regular time, save everyone, the emotional and mental stress. But at the end of the day, you're moving forward and, uh, you're looking ahead at some Mm -hmm. mega giants with St. Louis city, man. Yeah, and even though it wasn't
1: a full sellout, the crowd was super loud every single time uh, one of the San Jose players stepped up to take a kick. Absolutely, I I I went into work the next day with a little little rasp. <laughs> yeah, Peter Peter even called out the towels. He was like, "I'm very happy the way they showed up, and they had the towels, and it was awesome." See, we need more towels more next towels. On Sunday. <laughs> more towels. Sorry, Daniel said that. Daniel also said, "I heard uh, Patrick Mahomes was in the stadium, so I expect him to come back here." Not gonna happen. <laughs> They'll be in Germany, so it'll be a little hard to go from Germany that morning all the way back to Kansas City for the game that night.
0: Awesome that he even came out there on a Wednesday night. Sure. I mean, just you don't see the owners come out on a Wednesday night, not very often. Maybe that's where he caught the flu. It's outside in the cold and yeah. the rain. Maybe so, man. Then Broncos out here whooping our ass. What a that's, terrible time. It's okay. K, you and, got you know, yes, KU got the win. Chiefs, Chiefs about ruined my Sunday until they didn't. <laughs> It was a... Call an ambulance, but not for me. (laughs) So we got the win, we're moving
1: on, and then we're traveling to face the mighty St. Louis City SC. Uh, Let's take a quick break before we come back to talk about that game, and then we'll break down what happened. So we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC
2: Sports Network.
0: Bro, let me tell you, this is the season where TVs get bogged down with multiple sports. Oh yeah, you got college basketball season kicking off. Mm-hmm. You got college football in the thick of things, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone pushing for that bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs are in the middle of their season. Sporting's mm-hmm. in the playoffs. NBA uh, started. NBA started. NHL World started. World Series wrapping up. It's a, it's a crazy time, man. And it's a, uh, it's, I don't know. It's 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 emotional. At times too, right? Especially when when half your teams win and half lose. So Yeah. On the night that we're recording this, it's called the sports
1: equinox because all professional sports are all playing at the same time. You got big World Series games going on. You got MLS playoffs going on. There's an NFL football game going on. There's NBA games going on. And there's NHL games going on all at the same time. Someone called it an equinox? Like, is that really? Yeah. It's the, the phrase. It's the sports equinox where it all like lines up together. Wow so that's fun the more you know
0: yeah oh man well all i know is that i i i'm thinking I, i'm at an improv workshop last night sunday and uh you know it got over about nine i'm heading home and i'm like dude good thing our game hadn't started yet exactly i was like well our game starts at nine twenty-five. i got to, i can get home in 15 minutes and uh i'm like damn i got another two hours probably watching us lose to 4-1 i mean someone Someone call an ambulance, but not for us. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. It is. It was the most glorious evening in a long time. I couldn't go to bed. I kept talking while my wife was trying to sleep. I was like yeah. talking about the game and shit, like a dork. I was awake tweeting about you know all the stuff that St. Louis fans, but you know I
1: was all about the bands. Uh, you keep saying call an ambulance, but not for us. The meme it reminds me of is when Kevin Nash rolls in on the wheelchair and he's got his leg all up and and then he. Rips
0: off the blanket and he stands yep. up, and everyone's like, Oh, shit. he wasn't uh, hurt at all. He was not, he was doing the <laughs> FDR look and he was ready to fight, man. It was, but I'm not gonna lie, when the lineups came out for this game, I was a little nervous. Yeah, because it was in there for Johnny Russell. Johnny, we know Johnny's been fighting that groin injury supposedly, but Peter said leg, said he was a little sore. Yeah, just a, a
1: little bit, and you know, tired legs. I get it. Um, was he on the bench though? He was on the bench. He he could have played. Could have played. Didn't need him, which is awesome. You would have told me, yeah, Johnny Russell's not going to be needed in sporting case. You're going to have a multi goal victory. I would have been like, um, you know, obviously Logan and Denbe is the one who's out there scoring bangers then. Um,
0: That's what I thought. I was like, Logan (laughs) and Denbe is going to rock one. And then all these goals are going to be from outside the box. It just makes sense. Right. Exactly. Uh, But, you know, it it was a little nerve wracking. Uh, Kyrie Shelton in there.
1: Um, Eric Tommy went to the bench instead of starting, but this is what's great about having the depth in the midfield that Sporting KC has is Eric Tommy goes down to the bench, designated player. Gotti Kinda steps up, designated player. You don't really yeah. lose much quality. They're different kinds of players, but they're both creative attacking pieces. So, What
0: were you thinking when he got that early yellow, though? I was like, I don't like that. Oh, I was mad. I was mad and not at Ted Uncle because Uncle missed a couple things, but you know what? It was fine. I mean, he sucks for everyone. Like, they all suck in some way. So St. Louis is just getting the taste of a sucky ref. It's like, welcome to the league, idiots. Right, yeah. I mean, Tim Parker literally tackled Daniel Salloway and, like, he rolled him wet. over. He bowled him. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? And I got to say, this hoodie is not City Red, by the way. I know you said that. We're not going to say it's City Red because City Red, listen, Jimmy, it's, only, it's hot pink. It's it, hot it is, pink. It is pink adjacent. How do you call that red? There's like Real Stalt Lake, that's red. And then there's Miami, which I think is that's pink. what? Claret? Cobalt? Claret? Sure. One of those two. I don't know what point it is. <laughs> it's closer to Miami than it is to RSL, in my opinion. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, I don't think my color messed up on my TV. That's pretty no. weird. I mean, Lewis's colors are very bright. And now, don't get me wrong, I thought fucking love it. If I was a fan of it, I'd wear the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, how are you calling it red? It's hot pink.
1: Yeah, it's 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 much closer to pink, I would say, than red. Um, yeah. But you know, this was this was going to be a tough game. We knew Berkey stands on his head. He's a great goalkeeper, except when he gets the penalty kicks, he kind of sucks, apparently, which is good. To not have. good enough. <laughs> good to have in the back of our mind. Um, but th- this game started, and it started off relatively evenly. I mean, San Jose was was owning a lot of the possession, but they were not getting any clear. Attacking chances. Sporting KC started quite honestly similar to how they started last time we played at City Park, where it was going toe to
0: toe with these guys. Yeah, getting so, in it, man. It was it was the. I gotta tell you, I sold us short here. I thought, hey, you know what? Let's go. We're on the road. This is gonna suck. All right. It, it and now it's freezing rain. Wonderful, thirty-five degree freezing rain. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just let's let's tie this game and take it to PKs. That's where I was. I honestly, I was heading into this game. I was
1: like, if we can get this to penalties, I'll feel pretty good. Yeah, anything can happen in penalties. But don't
0: play for penalties. No, no, no. We don't play your game. Hundred percent. Boy, did we ever play the game? You got Kyrie Shelton in the fucking game. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that man was beasting people, dude. He was bodying them, and he was getting fouls called. Which getting fouls is called, usual. Getting little assists with his with his shoulder. That everyone was like, that's a handball. They even reviewed it. It wasn't a handball. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say about like
1: three or four minutes before Indenbe fired off his first shot, I was getting a little frustrated with sporting KC in the attack because mm-hmm. they they were they were creating de- they were setting up decent chances, I should say. But everybody seemed hesitant to actually pull the trigger on the final shot. They kept looking for the perfect lane, and whether it was Polito or Kinda or Shalloui, they all were taking what I felt like was one too many passes. And I was like, yeah. somebody's got to shoot. We're not going to score if we don't shoot. Somebody's got to shoot. You're not going to get a perfect lane. Just somebody fire the ball and see what happens. And it was they all all did. Four different people did. did. Then they listened (laughs) to me. They read my tweet and they're like, you know what? He's right. We need to start shooting more. Peter read it to the the bench and he goes, hey, Jimmy says you got to shoot more. They go, okay, I'm going to shoot more. And And Galito was like, I will not. (laughs) And so um, Logan and Denbe... Polito gets the assist on this one. He comes crashing forward on the left from outside the box. Polito lays it off to him, and nobody steps up. And so Ndenbe... How would you? He doesn't in, do this. He hasn't scored. And Ndenbe, in, in, in cold weather, with rain pouring down, goes, guess I'm going to take my shot. Yeah. And boy, did he ever. That was a laser from distance to beat Berkey. And
0: boy, was that a hell of a way to open your MLS scoring account. Jimmy, if you're a man who stays down to the basket and only gets little lay ins and all that, I'm not going to come out and guard you when you're shooting a three from the corner. I'm not coming out there. He's going to dare You know, go ahead, take that shot. And Logan and Denbe goes, bet. Yeah. And he, he did it, bro. Right off the left foot,
1: laser into the inside side netting, pass Berkey. That's one of those shots. If you're a defender, I mean, you just got to tip your hat. I mean, yeah. a guy who hasn't scored in the league before fires one off that way and just rips that off in the biggest game of his. MLS career. Okay. Well, and I mean, Peter
0: said Berkey is the best goalkeeper, obviously. Goals probably the probably going to win that. And, uh, you know, but Sporting had the shots. They made these spectacular shots. There were no errors here. No defenders messed up. Sporting generated some pretty solid shots to test their all-star goalkeeper. We were moving the ball around pretty well. Sporting
1: yeah. was moving the ball, and, and they and they they were smart. They let St. Louis have possession. It was a symphony. Mm-hmm. It just felt like all orchestrated. It was amazing. They let St. Louis have possession, which which St. Louis does not like to do. They do not like to be a possession based team. And and for all those people, like there are, yes, there are criticisms and critiques to be had of Peter Vermees and some of the the ways that he, sometimes he's rigid in his style. But if you want to talk about somebody who looked at a game looked at a game plan, and switched up everything he normally does. Sure, he went out there in a 4-3-3. But what is Sporting KC known for? They're a possession based team, they pass the ball around, they're gonna shoot you to death, etc. No, no, no. This game, he said, St. Louis wants us to possess the ball, and they want to come strike quick off the counter? Let's just let them have the ball. We'll press them. We'll make them work for it. But they can have the ball
0: 60% of the time because they don't know what to do with it. And it worked. Yes. 100%. very, Very much worked. Uh, dude, we just didn't let them do much. No, uh, their their one goal great. came unfortunately a minute after Logan
1: and Denbe scored his, and and I I got, I got a little a little depressed here because uh, oh, set pieces we knew yeah. we knew set pieces were an issue, and it wasn't even honestly that poorly of a defended set piece. They send it in. It's sort of, Polito tries to clear it, it kind of bounces around, and and Tim Parker, opportunistic, good for him, just kind of gets on the end of it before it gets cleared and sends it past Melia, and now we're back to 1-1 in the 28th minute, and
0: I wasn't feeling great. Tim Parker is uh, buff Jimmy (laughs) Mack. I'll take it. I said it last night, and Marissa's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. You know,
1: holding it down for the redheads, I guess holding it down um it just it was a little bit of a bummer because it bounced off Polito's chest fell right to parker Polito didn't have time to react and 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 parker i guess if you're going to complain it's somebody should have been running with parker he shouldn't have been that free yeah Um, Timilia didn't have a chance to to do anything so now we're back to 1-1 28th minute because what i was thinking when we were up 1-0 is like okay obviously it's not going to end 1-0 but if we hold on to this for long enough, even if they get a late equalizer, at least we get it to penalties. They scored a minute later, and I was like, shit, it might as well be 0 0 again. They have all the momentum.
0: Yeah. Peter praised them for, uh, you know, not getting down because we very much could have gotten down after that, that tying goal. Yeah. And it could have been, you know, could have been a bad time from there on out, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. We kept going, dude. Yeah. And I was
1: worried. Because I was worried with, with them having all the momentum after that goal, Sporting KC, at times this year, have been known to sort of fold under pressure. Like, oh, shoot, we gave up a goal. Is this going to be the floodgates of St. Louis opening where they're going to get two, three, four goals? And it wasn't, thankfully. Because it took, what, four five minutes later? And now, Remy Voltaire saw Logan and Denbe from distance and he was like, no, 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 I gotta, I got to have my chance. And we had a number of chances here. Gotti Kinda, I think, had two chances that Berkey was somehow able to save and the ball's bouncing around. And then Remy Voltaire gets the ball near the the top of the box, and he goes, I'm just going to fire one in now and see what happens. And he sends it past Berkey. Now we're back to 2-1, a mere seven minutes after Tim Parker put uh, St. Louis back on equal
0: footing with SKC, and I was just losing my mind. It's outstanding, dude. It's outstanding. These. I kept, I kept saying, Alito, you want to, you want in on the action? Or do you want, you want to play my, our goal scorer? Do you want to do it? You know what that reminds me of? Remember Avengers: Infinity War? Yeah. When, uh, when uh, Tony says to Bruce Banner, he's like, "Bruce, you want peace?" And he's like, <laughs> "Nah." And he's like, "All right, I'm good." And then he goes, you know, he doesn't does it. And it's like Alan ain't ain't stepping up
1: anywhere. Right. So it was just, I mean, it was. Um... I don't know.
0: He wasn't needed really. I guess at that point he was facilitating, which is fine. He's pulling. He's doing that thing. It's almost a false nine. He's pulling people in. They're guarding him like crazy, and they're opening up people like Logan and Dinbay are mm-hmm. left back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Sinovic much? Anybody? And uh, you know, Remy Voltaire <laughs> Sinovic. Volk- just show just people that don't score stunners. Yep, scored stunners last night.
1: Absolutely. It was. Uh, it was. It was pretty incredible. And so we're up 2-1, you think. Just get to the half, up 2-1. Keep that one goal lead into the second half. Again, easy. If we if they get a late equalizer, at least it's going to penalties. No, no, no. We had different plans. This is where the, the handball that wasn't a handball, and, and I've looked at this from a number of different angles. It seems to me the correct call that they made on the field, which was no handball, bounces off Kyrie's shoulder. It kind of bounces sideways, which is, I think, why from the camera angle that People see, they're like, oh, it's clearly a handball because it kind of bounces in front of his bicep, but it doesn't touch yeah. it. And then it just falls to Gotti Kinda, who, some fancy footwork, and this dude just picks it out from distance, curls it right through a number of St. Louis defenders, and then pass Berkey. 3-1 headed
0: into halftime. Outstanding. I am just, if there, I, here I was thinking I would, like, accidentally fall asleep during a shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this could suck. It's been a day. I'm pretty sleepy, but there's no way I was falling asleep, man. I was jacked up. No. This was some like Leo Messi type scoring that Gotti of did,
1: dribbling through a bunch of defenders. Who? There's like, uh, you might heard him. Is he in the playoffs? Ballon d'Or. Well, if you go to freaking MLSsoccer.com, you wouldn't know the playoffs are going on right now because it's Leo Messi, Ballon d'Or winner. MLS player wins Ballon d'Or. You actively, ha- yeah. Not for anything he did while he was with the league. You actively yeah. have playoffs going on at the moment, and and you're not highlighting them on your home, home page. But
0: look, uh, I, I love when these St. Louis fans, by the way, booed the VAR decisions. Uh, oh, it and it's like, will you stop? They is this your first time? They they do the review. They look it over. What are you even booing? You're seeing it. Like, what are you seeing that that they're not? Even Andrew Weeby, who he's been. What some would say
1: anti-sporting KC and some of his decisions as of late. He's forced to be. I feel like he's peer pressured
0: by he's everyone else hostage. around him. Yes. Don Garber standing right off camera saying, "Don't you dare say something good about no. Kansas City." All the people, <laughs> all the people and guys and gals he's with, they give him shit for being a sporting Kansas City homer. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Come on, you, you can be. Well, he was saying it's not a handball. Taylor Clement was saying, from what I'm looking on here, there's nothing that's going to turn this over. This is not a handball. And And that's what has to be, clear and indisputable to overturn it. mm -hmm. You know, there's a call made on the field. Now show me something that changes that call. Right, exactly. And they couldn't. So 3-1 at the half. I'm feeling good, but I'm still nervous as hell. No, okay, I'm not feeling good because they have scored four goals in 12 minutes on our bitch ass. They did that. (laughs) We, We were there. We were there. It was the worst time. I was just like sad to exist as a fan. Yeah, it's just, but I so I was I was not gonna feel safe until there was like five minutes left and and we're up by like three or something, you know.
1: Yeah. The good news was, yeah, they scored four goals real fast on us, but that the, different game state. Like they get the first goal, then we have to open up to try to get an equalizer. They capitalize, then we kind of just collapsed. Us being up by two goals, I was by no means comfortable. I was like, it would be real nice to get another goal here and have a three goal cushion instead of two, because then. They have to score four goals at that point to put us out. They have to get three goals to at least just send it to to penalties. And Again, I'm feeling pretty decent if we go to penalties. Uh, we get back into the second half. Things things leveled out a little bit. But 61st minute, Daniel Shallowy, this time we're coming off the set piece, which is unusual for Sporting KC. We're not getting many Weird. set piece opportunities. Scott Inquinda sends the ball in. It's flicked on uh, by Alan Polito, I believe, again, just a gorgeous flick. Daniel Shallow is there,
0: perfectly waiting, back post, 4-1. Look, there are two things you can count on, always. Sporting, never say and die. You know, always staying in and fighting. And St. Louis fans sticking around till the end to cheer on their team. Yeah. Oh, wait, that second one, I don't think that happened. I'm it pretty did. sure no. a lot of people left. I was mistaken. So just, sporting will fight, and St. Louis fans are fake. I said it! <laughs> they let well, I believe me, I said it on my Twitter timeline. But it was I, cold out here. I didn't have a heavy coat.
1: So this game ends 4-1. Sporting KC absolutely dominate St. Louis City SC on the score sheet. Outrageous. They could have scored five or six goals, honestly. There was some, like Berkey had one bounce right off his chest at point blank that he got a little lucky on. Daniel yeah, Shallowy. Daniel, uh, Daniel kicked it right at him. <laughs> kicked it right at him. Yeah. And then there was another goal, I think, where Gaudi kind took one too many touches and he was right near the penalty spot, could have scored it. Uh, this was this was a pretty pretty wild game and you knew Peter was in a good mood after the game because during the post game press conference he made fun of both Daniel Sperry and Chad Smith
0: he did that was <laughs> wonderful uh I always love to see that you know but I, I dude it said it was forty two degrees and rainy mm-hmm. I just gotta point that out that's not freezing not so bad. when if someone's like we had to leave because it was freezing rain that's not freezing rain that's, yeah. rain. that's just rain yeah it was Four to
1: one and and a number of people pointed this out. St. Louis seems to have mismanaged how they actually played at the end of this game because goal differential does not carry over. It doesn't matter if you lose two one, three-one, four-one, a hundred to one, it's the same result. It's a loss. Yeah. So once you go down one or two goals and it's late in the game, You might as well just start throwing numbers forward and you might as well pull the keeper and just try to get some, making some subs. Just do something. Try. Because it doesn't matter. Goal differential doesn't
0: matter. Do (laughs) something. (laughs) Try. (laughs) Do something. Um, But man, this, I just look, are they on a losing streak, by the way, St. Louis? Didn't they lose like before decision day and then they lost on decision day and now they lost here? I think they've lost three games in a row. That's wonderful. Um, they very much, you guys. Oh my god, they might never win a playoff game this year. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say they might never win again. No, <laughs> yeah, their last their last victory, uh, unfortunately, was beating us four to one at home back in uh, end of September. We said this, dude. We were like, how, you know, I don't even care about MLS Cup really. Like mm-hmm. this means more to me than that, if I'm being honest. Because our buddy Chris put this perfectly, buddy. We're playing with house money we're not to quote clerks, we're not even supposed to be here <laughs> okay people counted us out in May bro. we're yep. not supposed to be here and it's funny because it's almost
1: the opposite because for a long time people said St. Louis was the one playing with house money. They were the expansion team that people picked to, to finish 13th in the West and then they win their first five games and oh you know they're just they we're just so happy to be here they're doing so well you know then those that house money turned into expectations. Because you have MLS pundits like Jillian Sackovitz out there saying that St. Louis City is going to win MLS Cup. Because they've been doing it all season long. Why stop now? Jillian loves are some St. Louis though. So if you look at St. Louis over the last couple months of the year, they got two wins in September and October. You know, they have not been the same team since Leagues Cup ended that they were before Leagues Cup. So this is, you know, over their last three games, including the playoff game against us, they've lost all three of those games by a combined 9-1. to This team is not what it was at the beginning of the year. Or they're exactly who they were at the beginning of the year, and I kept telling people they're outperforming their advanced metrics. This is going to catch up to them. You can't keep scoring goals
0: because defenders pass you the ball deep in their own territory. That's going to stop eventually. I just, dude, we can't it's fun to have a little shot in Freuda. That's mm-hmm. my favorite word. It's the word of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we 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 can't overlook what they're going to bring to town this week. It's going to be hard. Um, I'm oh, very nervous, dude. It's going to get violent. Okay, it's going <laughs> to. be the they are on the field? I, maybe both. It might be a bloodbath, bro. Uh, I highly expect to kick someone out of my seats, which I'm looking very much forward to because Cause you're like South Stand adjacent, right? Sometimes people think that's part of the South Stand. So when it's someone like St. Louis supporters who I don't really like, I wait till the last minute, kick you out of my seats, and now you have nowhere to go. Now you're now you're standing room only. Welcome to Kansas City. Have a safe trip. At least I'll get a better view of Nebraska Furniture Mart from the concourse. There you go. You want to make fun of us about furniture? <laughs> go get you some furniture. Move along. My favorite is when they're like, nah, this is our seats, and I'm like, there you are, bitch. Like, it's, it's what do weird. you want me to say? Uh, my ticket said
1: that this is mine. Yeah. Um, and they're planning to buy up the South Stand. You can see on
0: social, that's what they're, they're doing. They're saying we're going to turn Children's Mercy Garden yes. red. Or It'll be dope. i will Just last game. time. Wallet. My watch did not like how loud it got last time they came. It was, yeah. it was bad, bro. No, they're out there. They're a passionate fan base, except for when their team's losing, and apparently it's a little
1: too cold outside. And they were like, <laughs> to be louder. I did enjoy the person who was who was in my my mentions like well, it was cold you know and I was like oh was it cold let me explain something to you called the 2013 MLS Cup where it was like literally 12 degrees uh, so, what do
0: you mean but you you stay dude it's your team's first playoff game right that's the that thing you left now people leave when you're getting your ass kicked they do and that's okay I'm not even gonna dispute it I I don't I don't leave but I've seen people leave that's I've seen you sure. leave sporting. It happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, this just feels, it's your team's first year, and it's a playoff, your first playoff game. Right. We're going to have beautiful weather this Sunday. It's going to be great, and I'm hopefully Johnny will be
1: back. Will Should I be, be able to see Eric Tommy be back in the starting lineup? Um, this I is... Fine, if not. Clearly. I mean, God, he looked great. Peter yeah. did have an interesting comment. He was like, yeah, you know, God, with everything going on, you know, back uh, in his it home, in was and and, um, you know... The, the terrible things that are happening to in, in that region, just all around. Where do you think
0: his head is at? He's fighting for that. Right. He wants to
1: bust his ass for that. He's, he's, you know, he's, his mind is elsewhere. And, and Peter said that this was the first game that he thought he was, he was right. So, um, you know, and, and take that for what you will. And so this is, um, this is going to be really interesting because, I don't want to say that this is do or die for Sporting KC on Sunday. This is an opportunity, this is an opportunity to close it out, you know, with relatively little risk involved because I mean all things considered because it's impossible for you to get eliminated on Sunday. Um yeah. pressure's not on us. Pressure's not on us. Pressure is on St. Louis City without question because Oh yeah. They lose on Children's Mercy Park, they're going home. Their season is done. Not only that, you got blanked two games to none by your rival that you've been talking all that shit to, and you said, "Oh, we won the regular season series two to one. Sporting KC wins on Sunday. We win the overall twenty twenty three series three to two,
0: and we won the two most important ones. And we send you into the off season. Have a good time with all those multiple drafts we have." <laughs> so this will this will be. But I, I do
1: think Sporting KC, as much as we just enjoyed the performance at City Park, and as well
0: as we played. We do not want to go back there six days oh, later. It ain't done. I mean, this is going to be a fight. Uh, it sporty's not going to sit back though. Absolutely no. not. Like we're going to play our game. We're not going to muck it up. We could. We have every right in our in our team to muck it up. Yeah, like we could try to take it to penalties. You know, scoring
1: first and scoring early will be crucial for this game. You do not want to leave. St. Louis around to hang and, and, and steal one on the counter. I don't think it'll probably be the same game plan on uh, on Sunday. I don't think sporting are gonna um just sit back. I think they're gonna press and they're gonna press hard. Um uh, this I is their home. Good advantage, man. We gotta yeah. have that twelfth man in the stands. You gotta you gotta show up. Do not let St. Louis take over that stadium. I don't think they will. I think they're talking a big game, but I don't
0: think they I think will. They could. There was a lot of them in the South State last night. And there will be a lot of them. But, but how do you fix that other than getting there early to claim your south stand seat? Uh, well, and also don't sell your seat. Yeah, don't, don't, don't sell it. Don't buy it just to resell it online and make a, make
1: a buck. If you bought a if you bought a ticket, they can't tell you what to do. But show up, please. Like, let's, yeah, let's
0: it's go tough. cheer this on. This is going to be historic. If this it's one these, final win, home game. Mm-hmm. This is yes. it. We will not get another one in the playoffs if we advance. We're done. No, even if we make it all the way to MLS Cup, it's not happening. This, Everything's this is, on the road, which you just proved. You, the road don't faze you. The so, road won't bother you one bit.
1: You know, again, Sporting KC, heavy betting favorite. It's like minus 145 for Sporting KC to win, plus 300 for a draw, plus 330 for St. Louis to win or something. Again, doesn't mean much. Don't bet on MLS. It's too much of a crap. aggregate, don't you? There's a lot of people that actually have complaints about that. Dude, I mean... This is, a, this is a, a a very weird format. I don't love it. I mean, if you look at Andrew Wiebe, he's defending him by saying, well, no sporting of a chance to to send him home without any uh, fear of getting eliminated. Sure. I do think it it's works. weird. I think it's very weird that we can win this game 4-1 or win the first game 4-1 and then potentially lose two scoreless draws on penalties and we're the ones that get eliminated. Uh, yeah, That's strange to me. But
0: the opportunity is in front of you. They cannot let it go. You know why they did this, though. I mean, it's so every single team in the playoffs gets a home game. At least once. Yes,
1: yes. You know? Well, I mean, if you did a two-game aggregate series, then, again, you still get a home game. Yeah. So, but it is what it is. Uh, I think polito has got to show up uh, on the score sheet more than he did this last game if if we're going to win. I think Johnny Russell has to have a big game. But let me take a moment. I know you had something to say, but let me just take a moment. Let me give a, a, a moment
0: of appreciation for Jake Davis. Oh my gosh. That the man busting is... his ass. He's crazy, dude. Like, he's doing exactly what our right backs need to be doing. He has learned that gosh. position so well. Let me blow your mind Jake Davis is a midfielder. Mm-hmm. It, people listening right now might not know that because mm-hmm. you've never really seen him play midfield. Correct. Uh, Try to imagine him in the midfield right now, not as fun. No, and and <laughs> not as fun.
1: And I'm sorry, Graham, but Jake's the captain now. He's taking that position,
0: and and it's his going into 2024. I think Graham's fine with it. I mean, I think he's really taking on a teacher role. Probably. Um, here's the thing: should we win this Sunday, we get two weeks off. That's I mean, true. dude, there there's a there's a week in between the first round and the conference semis. But if you win this week, you don't have to play next week. So you get two weeks off. Get healthy. Get right. I, I like that. But then there's also that argument about, well, you like staying in form. You like playing those weekly games. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah,
1: it, it'll it'll be interesting to see because then there's the international break. The U.S. men's national team is playing. Um, and it's not until closer toward the, the the middle to end of November that that they'd come back for the, the conference semis. So. Uh, and then it's back to a, a one-off game. This is the only best of three series in the entire playoff structure. So, it's time, man. Go out there. Get this win on Sunday. polito has got to show up. Johnny's got to show up. Jake's got to lock them down uh, the, the same way that he did. I, I think they're going to... Um, St. Louis is going to change up their strategy a little bit. Klaus was not really involved um, very much in, in this uh, this last game. So, yeah. Um, We'll see, but if, um, if Andreu Fontas and Danny Rosero play the way they've been playing recently, which has been very solid, if Tim stays in form, I mean, even Taylor was like, because Sig had a chance to to pull one back. It would have been meaningless on the score sheet, really, but pull one back late in the game and Taylor was losing his mind and he was like, you have no idea how important that save is because it shows that Team
0: Melia is still in form. Um... That's weird to say at that point in the game, Taylor, but uh, his his voice gets me excited. So there's yeah. that. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm super pumped. I just, I hope, hope, hope we can pull this off
1: for the Vance, for advancing, for just because I don't want to go back to St. Louis on Saturday
0: and have all the momentum back in their, in their side. Agreed, man. Agreed. I do not want to go back up there. Um, well, God, that would suck. Yeah. So let's just finish it on Sunday. What, what, what do you say? That That's the plan. I think everyone
1: wants to do that, man. Right, let's get that done. Yeah. So um, the only other thing I wanted to mention real quick is a uh, shout out to Alan Polito. He's a finalist for MLS comeback player of the year.
0: Yeah. So, which
1: I think is pretty deserved.
0: Pretty comeback earned. Earned, earned nomination coming off of, uh, you know, not playing last year because of a surgery. So because of an injury and missing the first, you know, couple of months, almost of the season. So, yeah,
1: yeah. excited. Shout out to him. So, probably the biggest award that an MLS player has, you know, been been named as a finalist for in in the last
0: uh, day or so. Yeah, I mean, you think? Uh, wait, what do you say? Oh, I was just making fun of Leo, him Leo Messi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Amelia won Comeback Player of the Year uh, one time. He did what? And wasn't that because he came off of like he was a pool goalkeeper, he was a pool goalkeeper? Because nobody and knows then, what Comeback Player of the Year means, right? Like he. <laughs> <laughs> he was a nobody I and mean, that's basically what they're saying right he was a nobody. being bad <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like but oh well yeah man was that so. i just saw something by the way that was it wasn't tim parker's first goal but... oh never mind they're counting playoff goals never mind yeah so hey man we'll see
1: so there's still mls playoffs that are happening uh, all this week in, in this round before
0: we get to our next game it's kind of weird so yeah, every uh, damn day there's playoff games, man. I think every... MLS's Extra Time podcast, they usually release on Mondays, but they're like holding off because there's a game Monday, a game Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. So, we'll see, but um it's an exciting time to be a sporting fan, man. If you don't love this, you don't love sports. Get hyped. This is this is crazy. I just I had a buddy last night, by the way, who uh I haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah. But he knows he knows I'm into this he knows i do a podcast and he yeah. starts asking me questions about the playoff format i was like first of all hello <laughs> hello hey man it's been a bit yeah uh but and then we just texted throughout the whole game i was like that was kind of dope that's awesome sporting bringing people together look at this there you go look at us let's get out there let's get out there and get crazy sunday man
1: yes sir so make sure you show up show out let's be loud let's be st louis on sunday let's do it again Ooh. three playoff wins in a row how about it oh boy uh thank you all so much for listening this is what it's all about this is what we did this all year for to get to the playoffs and, and be able to have a chance to eliminate our brand new rival from this so thank mm-hmm. you for listening make sure you leave that five-star rating and review for us we'll read them on air if you do we appreciate it make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at no other pod at dan at jcmac03 shoot us an email no at gmail.com and check us out on youtube KCSN Soccer or through the Kansas City Sports Network app. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Toledo's scoring Sunday. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU